The Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, Episode 18. Welcome back to the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast. I'm Jim Gaston, your host. In the last episode of the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, we reviewed an article that appeared in the July 1976 issue of Pickup Van and Four-Wheel Drive Magazine, where the author Granville King went to Hawaii and spent several days living off the land and experiencing Polynesian paralysis. Today we go back to Hawaii in 1977 and look at the November issue of Tennis USA magazine, the official publication of the United States Tennis Association. The article, which appears on page 23 and 24, was written by Spence Conley, senior editor of the magazine. The title of the article is Royal Lahaina, Pro-Watching in Paradise. The article describes the Island Holidays Pro Tennis Classic, also known as the Hawaii Open, a top Grand Prix annual tennis event at the Royal Lahaina and Tennis Ranch at Ka'anapali on the island of Maui. The tournament had $100,000 in prize money. By the way, that was a lot of money in 1977. The inaugural event on Maui was held in 1974 with $9,000 going to the winner, Australian John Newcomb, who defeated Roscoe Tanner 7-6-7-6. John would later become the tennis pro at the Royal Lahaina Hotel and help organize this world-class tennis event. In 1977, the year this article appeared in Tennis USA magazine, the winner was Jimmy Connors, who defeated Brian Gottfried 6-2-6-0. It was Jimmy Connors' fifth single title of the year and 58th of his career. Jimmy Connors, the number one seed, also won the same tournament in 1975 by defeating Sandy Mayer 6-1-6-0. In 1981, Hank Pfister, who was unseated in the tournament, defeated Tim Mayotte 6-4-6-4 to win his first singles title of his career. This is notable because an unseated player rarely wins a tournament at this level. It would also be one of only two major single titles for Pfister, who ranked number 19 in the world by 1983. Pfister played and won many more tournaments as a doubles player over his 10-year professional career. Mr. Conley begins the article with these words, All things considered, it isn't much. Only your basic tropical paradise, sun, sand, soothing, purifying trade winds, the blue Pacific, grass skirts and print shirts, a horticultural haven for tennis freaks, with collegiate Grand Prix points to boot. It's Hawaii, of course, but specifically it's the Royal Lahaina Hotel and Tennis Ranch at Ka'anapali on the island of Maui, 28 minutes by air from Honolulu. Conley notes that this tournament is considered a get-well tournament by many of the players because they not only have a chance to compete at a high level, but they also enjoy the relaxing lifestyle of Hawaii and heal their weary bodies with the beneficent sun. Conley goes on to describe the Royal Lahaina Tennis Ranch on Maui as a 50-acre resort that includes a 2,500-seat stadium, plus more than 10 all-weather championship courts, the largest tennis facility on Maui. In addition to the excellent tennis courts, there are eight swimming pools nearby, and of course the wonderful beaches and the Pacific Ocean if you want to cool off. In addition to tennis and swimming, there's a 36-hole golf course nearby. 
Conley also describes the other sites to see on Maui, including the famous Io Valley in the West Maui Mountains and the Haleakala Crater on the eastern side that climbs to over 10,000 feet above the Pacific Ocean. Then comes the mention of Polynesian paralysis. Conley writes, So add a little of the good life to a terrific climate, some gorgeous scenery, some big-time tennis, and you've got the makings of a serious case of Polynesian paralysis. Conley does not indicate if he personally experienced Polynesian paralysis, but it's easy to see how these professional athletes who compete at a very high level could be overtaken with the relaxed lifestyle in Hawaii, the beauty of nature, and find themselves slowing down and enjoying life in this tropical paradise. I wonder if Tim Mayotte, who lost to the unseeded player Hank Pfister in two sets during the 1981 Hawaii Open, was suffering from Polynesian paralysis. As a reminder, Polynesian paralysis is not a disease or medical condition. It can, however, happen to anyone, anywhere, and anytime, and cause symptoms such as relaxation, happiness, and euphoria, or a sense of awe or appreciation for life. Polynesian paralysis usually only lasts a few minutes, but the effects can linger and cause you to be more kind to yourself and others throughout your day. Polynesian paralysis is often called the sensible approach to mindfulness for two reasons. First, Polynesian paralysis involves all your senses, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and smelling. While experiencing Polynesian paralysis, you are aware of your surroundings and focused on the moment, allowing thoughts to come and go freely without judgment. Secondly, Polynesian paralysis is an approach to mindfulness, but it's not the same thing as mindfulness. Polynesian paralysis usually happens to visitors in Hawaii or other tropical locations, where the relaxed lifestyle and the beauty of nature encourages you to slow down, relax, and enjoy life. Mindfulness has been practiced for thousands of years or more by different groups and religions in various parts of the world. Mindfulness is usually associated with Buddhist or Hindu practices and includes Zen and Tibetan meditation techniques. Polynesian paralysis, on the other hand, has only been around since the 1950s, when tourists first arrived in Hawaii. There's no evidence that early explorers or the Hawaiian people experienced Polynesian paralysis prior to 1950. One big difference between Polynesian paralysis and mindfulness is that Polynesian paralysis can happen, and often does happen, spontaneously, usually to tourists in Hawaii. Many people experience Polynesian paralysis and are not even aware of it because it's a very pleasant feeling or experience. Although there can be a spontaneous aspect or dimension to mindfulness, people who practice mindfulness usually do so on purpose. It's hard to imagine someone going about their daily activities and then suddenly finding themselves sitting cross-legged on the floor in meditation for the first time. That just doesn't happen to most of us. Mindfulness can also be experienced while moving or doing daily activities. Polynesian paralysis requires that you be still, except, of course, for breathing and occasionally blinking your eyes. So don't think that Polynesian paralysis and mindfulness are the same thing. They are similar, but not the same. Polynesian paralysis can be a sensible approach to mindfulness. It involves all your senses and hopefully gives you a better understanding of mindfulness or a desire to learn more about or practice mindfulness. 
The real challenge for most of us, which I'm experiencing right now, is that mindfulness is hard to describe with words. It might even be impossible to describe with words. Even pictures don't really help. There are hundreds of videos online that attempt to teach you about mindfulness, but even they fall short. Why? Because mindfulness, just like Polynesian paralysis, is a personal experience, and you have to experience it yourself to understand. And once you do, then you'll have a hard time explaining to others what it was exactly that you experienced. Remember, it only takes a few minutes to stop and smell the roses or experience Polynesian paralysis or practice mindfulness meditation. Fortunately, there are places such as Hawaii where visitors can be so overcome with the relaxed lifestyle and the wonders of nature that it's almost impossible not to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Some people recommend practicing mindfulness for 10 minutes per day to start with. There's an old Zen saying that suggests that you should sit in meditation for 20 minutes a day, unless you're too busy. In that case, you should sit for one hour. In the next episode of the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, we review the book, Who Wrote the Book of Love? by Thomas Farber, which was published in 1977. Until then, please take a few minutes each day to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Enjoy Polynesian Paralysis, the sensible approach to mindfulness.